Ozan Aksoy on the show. We're listening to his new album, and we're lucky enough that he is doing some live performance. In fact, in his hand, looks like a uh, Ney. Am mm-hmm. I close enough? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ney, it's a, it's a flute for those who uh, doesn't have any uh, reed, reedless flute. It's uh, practically a plastic water pipe. <laughs> um, so um, it's easier to um, tune <laughs> because the natural instruments are hard and in New York City it's harder to keep uh, maintain them. Um, yeah, and the the, the neigh always, it's, it's often used in like poetry and stuff. Mm-hmm. They talk about the neigh. Yeah. There's many poems, right? Why, yeah. why is that? Uh, I mean, it's sonically at least in the... Um, psyche of western um, Asians like the West Asia including Turks Arabs Iranians Kurds nay sounds sim- the, the closest to the human voice to the extent that it can be imitating human voice um, also um, there is a sort of this um, in the religious music uh, Ney plays a significant role, especially among the Sufis. Uh, Ney and percussions and some other other melodic instruments, but practically percussions and Ney are the ultimate pillars of the some some religious uh, music among um, Sufis, um, uh, among some other mystics. That um, and again, we don't want to be too academic, but uh, Ney also has a special place in that in that. Uh, music so simultaneously it is this spiritually significant instrument but also believed to be closest to human voice um, and um, um, it's natural out of the of bamboos or around the uh, places that can be found different shapes different sizes different different um, um, um, ways of playing different timbers exist so it's one of those unique instruments that you can find many many many versions in all around the muslim world and non-muslim world but definitely arab world and the turkish world the persian world mm. it's one of those unique instruments that you can find in all places um that's probably one reason it's this closest to the earliest ensembles you know the earliest ensembles in all around the world are some some form of flutes some aerophones and some drums some uh, membranophones or some so it's this earliest combination of the ensembles i think that uh, make ney as a as a significant instrument that you can be found in different places in different times so i um, i mean there are many other theories but let's stop here <laughs> oh. Instead of the, <laughs> so I'm gonna play a piece uh, called Memuzin, um a composition.
composition by Muslim Chime, by the way. Not my composition. Beautiful. Wow. Thank you. Nice. Wow. And I noticed, uh, I never noticed this so explicitly that that you get some of the vibrato by like actually shaking the flute itself, right? Like yeah, or lips or body. Mm-hmm. It's this something has to m- something has to move. Shake, yeah. <laughs> I'm realizing, even though uh, I guess we met maybe a decade ago, that yeah. I don't know yeah. a whole lot yeah. about you. So you you grew up where? So I grew up in a city called Antakya in the south uh, Turkey, mm-hmm. um, near Syrian border. Um, then went to Istanbul uh, for college. Then came to New York City to do my doctorate in uh, ethnomusicology. That's what brought you over. Yep, yep. And your parents were music people, or what? what was my dad played the saz, the the uh-huh. lute, um, and I learned from him. Although he says that I'm much better than he is, uh, I still respect what he does. It's it's this ancient tradition that I um, I love when he plays. Mm-hmm. Um, from my from them from my dad from family from playing with others and then slowly slowly um, getting into music. Um, I don't have a formal music education per se undergrad or other, uh, but I at college in uh, Istanbul at Bosporus University we had a um, folklore club, uh, which is which probably provided the best uh, music education you could get. Um, then we. Um, uh, that then grew up a music group from that folklore club called Kardeş Türküler, uh, Ballads of Solidarity. It's it's um, experimental folk music, um, multilingual um, group that is more or less one of the most um, influential folk music groups um, in Turkey, um, trying new rhythmic uh, combinations, new arrangement styles. So I was uh, early one of the early members of the group uh, for probably a decade, eight, nine years. Uh, that became my education, my worldview about music, how I see music. So I don't see music as mono lingual or mono-ethnic. So um, maybe t- let's reverse back a little bit. Kardashukler is this group that, um, it's not the first, but it's one of the first groups in Turkey that played Turkish, Kurdish, Armenian, uh, Hebrew, or other languages together, which made it harder in certain instances that the the, the, the, the politics and the other uh, aspects were diff- hard to Manage, people uh, were offended the, by the, this, especially the government um, and some, of course, ultra nationalists. Um, Tough to please those guys. Sure, sure. Um, then, uh, I mean, some concerts were cancelled by the the by the cops. Um, some people were arrested in a, in city of Bonn because it was not easy to government to, especially even today. I mean, now we are returning back. Um, in a even worse, probably worse uh, manner in Turkey, um, the the politics in Kurdish um, issues. So um, at, at the time it was so dire. Anyhow, um, long story short, that multilingual performance history made me 
learn more about this music or this these kinds of musics um and i came here to new york city uh that's where we met actually yeah. <laughs> we so met we were, yeah. yeah we met uh, through we had a trio atakan me and embra it was one of the really beautiful concerts we gave uh, then place called makor you remember that place i think it doesn't exist anymore um where we had a trio we, we had a couple concerts i remember there. one concert at some kind of kurdish it was something there were some yeah kurdish new year celebrations in Nowruz. uh um, really fun group. Atakan is in Cyprus, and now um, Embra is doing his own work. So it didn't go too far. But you know, in the in in the, on the way, we met people like right. you. <laughs> yeah, uh, Volodya was. <laughs> yeah, well, that what a, that's really amazing. Like, I mean, it's just hard, to, I guess, for us in the United States. You know, when we say, oh, an artist is making a statement or they're mm-hmm. doing something or they're taking a risk. <laughs> but it's a different – taking a risk artistically here just means you might get some bad reviews or lose some fans. <laughs> but you guys were taking a risk and the government is shutting down your concerts. Sure. And, I mean, we were lucky and we were sort of spared. There were other musicians um, whose instruments we were, like, stolen – uh, who were jailed just because they were singing in different languages um, with no reason whatsoever. So it's, I mean, either luck or for some reason we didn't have that kind of real jail or arrest mm-hmm. probability, but it, it, it, it doesn't change the fact that it's it's hard for some music groups to, to do music, to make music, to put together songs, um, play and act and travel, tour some cities. I mean, it was hard for us, I remember, to go to the eastern part of the where the, the Kurdish population in Turkey is um, to perform there. So you have to have checkpoints, you have to have things, and the cops will check. You have to send who is coming with you in advance. Um, like, lots of laws become... You like used against people m- making music like we do, mm-hmm. uh, and some musicians had even harsher uh, treatment they faced um, from the government because it's of the politics of the time. Even today, I mean, there are still albums that are not allowed in Turkey. Like it's this insane. I mean, we are in 2018. Uh, there are many reasons, but I don't want to mm. bore you. Um, it's it's it's hard for certain kinds of music to be done to be uh, to reach out to the audience that is desperately demanding um well that's the other side of it right i mean it must be so moving to people at the same time sure. in the context yeah, of it being repressed. thousands of people like joining you on stage joining you when, when you're on stage we were in the Kurdish city of Diyarbakir I remember the, it was the the New Year's celebration I think there were 700,000 people like and they're moving with you and it's this unbelievable feeling that you have no idea what's going on I mean of course you know, euphoria uh, but at the same time uh, some of them maybe be jailed after a while you know right. like the after celebration of new year some some cops decide that these people 
<laughs> seem to be uh, dangerous for They're the society. They're having too much yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, too much fun. And um, yeah, and it's kind of it is very interesting how uh, different regimes who are repressive recognize <laughs> the power of music and and know what a threat it is. Mm-hmm. Almost. Almost in a way that other regimes don't recognize. You know, like if you turn around, you say, "Well, why isn't there more funding?" If if America knew how powerful its music was, huh. like why wouldn't it they be supported? It. But but it's like the the bad guys know, like they know to ban music in mm-hmm. in certain countries, yeah. and stuff and like here that. Here we don't fund it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's that's an interesting way because we know that it's gonna, yeah, it's it's elitist, you know. So well, that's interesting. So I mm-hmm. guess in in a way, this this struggle uh, and and that intense mm-hmm. environment in which you are uh, studying music and each note really counting in a sure. certain way, um, that seems like that was the seed of of of what mm-hmm. your project has been to to, yep. to play and learn music from all all these different definitely, regions. Definitely, and respect what people have brought. I mean, any any music made in Turkey is, or Anatolia, or wherever, however you want to define, is music that I should know. I, I want to know, and I want to sing as much as I could. Um, as, a, as a matter of, I think, sort of, it gives me comfort to sing an Armenian song at a, or, a, or a different language. To, to, to that extent, I, I wanted to in this album too, we have uh, an Armenian song. Um, uh, we have a song about um, um, uh, survivors of genocide. Um, um, so that experience is also part of my experience as a person. Maybe not personally, or my my family. Maybe they didn't have any real uh, confrontation. But I know it is part of that soil that I come from. That is the people died the blood is there or was there so um so i wanted to represent all of them to the extent i could i mean imagine um in a different setting would be different but um uh that multiple multiple languages multiple experiences ethnicities um sort of informed my upbringing as a musician as a person as an individual, as a scholar. Um, so anyway, uh, all the ensembles I established in New York City or be, was part of the, I was part of uh, Columbia Middle East Music Ensemble and CUNY Graduate Center, then Hunter College. Um, all of them had multilingual uh, repertoires, Turkish, Arabic, Hebrew, um, Armenian, uh, Laz, or whatever we have, Kurdish, uh, to the extent that we can. I mean, it's not you cannot sing every single song in an, in an ensemble from any languages spoken in that ensemble. But we, I tried as hard as I could to put as many different languages as possible to the mix. Without them, I felt always incomplete. Mm. Without, um, like having a Middle East music ensemble not singing a Farsi song would be harsh for me at least. Or without an Arabic or a Hebrew song would be harsh. I mean, it's sort of, it doesn't feel finished. It fa- doesn't feel com- 
complete in my in my um, worldview. Right. Because I mean, yes, there are many many other languages, but to the extent that we could, if you can if you can find a Gilaki song from Iran, that's perfect. Or if you can find, I mean, if that's something that we can do as the members of ensemble with the technical difficulties or whatever. I wanted to sing. I wanted us learn. I wanted us learn songs from uh, Tunisia or from wherever we can, to the extent we can. So um, that is the beauty of being in New York City, but also the curse because um, you cannot find time. <laughs> you have people from different cultures and languages, but you, you cannot find time for them to come and then teach you how to sing in uh, Gilak in in, in uh, Gilaki or in uh, other languages so anyway right. i don't want to talk it's too a, much about a, it. embarrassment of riches you know yeah, so, so like much. We, have, we are so busy yeah. we cannot do anything even though um, we, sh- we should be yeah well why don't let's this this is a good time to pick <laughs> up an instrument and sure, you, you have so many here um, so many <laughs> yeah some at <laughs> so i brought a saz and uh, um, and I pr- pr- brought some kawal and ney. I don't know. What should I do? <laughs> uh, you, well, what's the feeling telling you to do? Okay. I. It's okay. And if you're just tuning in, my guest is Ozan Aksoy, whose uh, new album called Ozan has just come out. And um, he's here, going to perform live for us right here at the studio. So the instrument I'm playing, since you are not seeing it, is a saz or balama. It's um, it's uh, seven strings in three courses, two, two, three. Uh, this one is a little bit shorter neck, uh, nineteen frets. Uh, frets are not equally um, spaced. Spaced. Yeah. Uh, which gives opportunities to play different uh, notes. Um, So I'm going to play some uh, uh, free rhythmic introductions from the the region, Uh, this one. And then maybe we'll sing a song afterwards. If I if I do, which I'm not, I'm not sure if I if I'll get to that point, but I'll do, I'll, I'll explain later, okay? Sounds like a plan. Thank you. 
Saçlar böyle dökülür gider ölem gider uyuyor İstanbul değil ki çekem getirem ömrüm arka. İstanbul değil ki Çekem getirem Ömrüm arkasından Tükenir gider Alright, wow, I, I picked up one word <laughs> <laughs> Istanbul, huh? <laughs> um, wow. It's, yeah, it's a long song. I just... Um, As an excerpt. This, yeah, midnight. <laughs> I don't want to... But I'll play later uh, other things. But mm-hmm. uh, as of now, I just wanted to give a snippet. Give a flavor. Okay, yeah, so oh, that's... Wow. It's like a free rhythmic... Um, it's different names, but Ozun Hava or other names used for this kind of... Um, this genre... Uh, I mean, taksim is used a lot in the Arab music. Uh, it's not just taksim; it's more than that. Um, taksim is improvisation. The improvisation, this free rhythmic introduction to the music before you start. Uh, it's a little bit uh, what some <laughs> parlando rubato or some um, uh, some form of um, sort of. Free rhythmic aryatic singing simultaneously mm-hmm. playing. Anyway, I don't want to. Like the <laughs> Indian alap. Yes, definitely. I was gonna go there, and but you, you you you did it. So yeah, <laughs> set the it. stage. <laughs> yes, set the stage. set the stage. Exactly. Alap is a good yeah. uh, beginning. Um, wow, and and that song. What's the history of that that song? This one is um, actually a lamentation. Uh, I think a, a sad love story like many others okay. um, if it was happy <laughs> we wouldn't have any love songs yeah um, so um, it's maybe later I'll sing other parts um, a loss uh, of the lover that um, will not come again it's not it's not Istanbul is in this song refers to a far distance from a village so I could b- bring you if you're in Istanbul, but you're not in Istanbul, meaning you're not in this world. So probably he um, is lamenting that she's dead. So, oh. yeah. Beautiful. Sure. Thank you. Do you want to you wanna show us something else from your bag of tricks? <laughs> so, okay. 
Um, or we can do some music and then come back. Sure. Well, I need to tune in a little okay, bit. Okay, as you wish.
So you're gonna queuing. Que- you're gonna play another live one for us. I yeah, I was thinking about it. I was um, I was trying to find some other things on the an album. Um, let's do some. Yeah. Okay. This is a Turkish one. Uh, Turkish. I think so. Ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, surely. Yeah. Yeah, maybe want to tell a little bit about how <laughs> we met uh, over the... Um, well, oh, I, I mean, from my perspective, I had first worked for George Ween, mm-hmm. a great music producer, and then I traveled the world, and then all my plans got messed up, <laughs> and I ended up living back with my parents and then I was crawling out of that existence, and I, I moved into uh, a, a, an apartment in Washington <laughs> Heights for five hundred bucks a month. And then there was wasn't up to much, but I 
there was two incredible musicians in the building. One, an Israeli guy who seemed to be able to play anything he heard. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, play this, you know, yeah. and play him something. <laughs> oh, this, oh, that, you know, yeah. whether it's classical. <laughs> and then there's another guy that they called Maestro who yeah. was able to, like, learn a Mozart fantasy by memory in two yeah. weeks and then perform it at Carnegie Hall. Yeah. So I asked them both, how do you do that? <laughs> and they responded, let's roll one, no? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, so I took little lessons from both of them, and Vlad taught me ear training, and, and um, Maestro taught me uh, counterpoint. Maestro yeah. And, but he was also great uh, at playing... Comanche, and mm-hmm. you know he loved playing with you, and that's, that's how we all. So he started really late. I mean, as a person, I think he started after years when he was like twenty something. Yeah, he came for the Manhattan School of Music uh, with a genius grant. I think um, he's. I, th- I mean, not that I think. I think I. I know he's the best pianist in Turkey. Um, Atakan Sarı, by the way, <laughs> just yeah, for those who have who have uh, who hasn't heard him, I think he's uh, in Cyprus um, teaching some, I don't know, some school there. And the reason you haven't heard of him is his choice. <laughs> like he's yes. he's a he's a he musician. Is, he's yeah. a music for music's sake. He's yeah. not uh, out trying to get his name in on the big in big lights. Yeah. you know, he's just uh, and may, maybe that's part of it because yeah. there's a couple other musicians I know uh, who are on that kind of level mm-hmm. and they also are indifferent to yeah. chasing the same uh, mirages that everybody yeah. else in this business is trying to attain the, the magazine yeah. covers yeah and good way to look at it it's, yeah it was um, I mean you so the songs we played together um, some are familiar songs some I played a lot before we tried this trio um even then his additions were so like minimal but so beautiful uh maybe um i'll give some examples later uh but it's it's this like one touch you know just one tiny addition one small let's say change in the chord a little bit just just a little bit um, his, re- his, I mean, he his application of piano and guitar, and of course, then Kemenche, classical Kemenche, uh, was amazing. I, I mean, I, I really miss performing yeah. musicians like him on stage. It's it's a real, real, real pleasure. Uh, I mean, of course, I'm sure he's doing a great job in wherever he's teaching. I wish, I wish he was in New York City. Uh, or I was there. <laughs> yeah, and it was, uh, it was a real pleasure. And I remember just the the general attitude of your band. Uh, you know, the guys would say, "Yeah, we're not." Uh, I think Emra would say, "Oh, we're just a repeat band. We don't, yeah. we don't, we're yeah. not making up our own music. This is, you know, we're just yeah, cover band, cover yeah. band." <laughs> Though lots of songs are not the same as <laughs> their original yeah. version. But it, but it was intended yeah. to be a folk folk. Yeah, yeah, folk thing. definitely. So believe it or not, we only have like 20 minutes left or so. So I definitely, I, I want any more. I don't know. If maybe you want. maybe go with an album and then uh, we'll okay. come back. Yeah, and yeah. we'll play play yeah. some other stuff. Great. 
Okay, so we are gonna hear. Uh, you'll have to call this one. <laughs> Which one? Kanchum M. Kanchum M. Ari Ari. Oh, it's okay. Armenian song. Okay. A uh, folk song. Um, the arrangement is from Altunian. So. Cool. Let's check it out.
şu garip halimden bilen şivenin ağzım Koynum hep sen yarıyor Neredesin sen Tatlı dilim güler yüzlüm Eceylan gözlüm Boynum hep sen yarıyor Neredesin sen Neredesin sen Tatlı dilim güler yüzlüm Ceylan gözlüm Boynum hep sen Neredesin sen Neredesin sen Ben ağlarsam ağlayıp Gülersem gülen Bütün dertlerim ağlayıp Gönlümü bilen Sanki kalbimi bilerek Yüzüme gülen Koynum hep seni Neredesin sen? Sanki kalbimi bilerek yüzüme gülen Koynum hep sen yarıyor Neredesin sen? Neredesin sen? Sinemde gizli yaramı kimse bilmiyor Hiçbir tabip şu yarama merhem umuyor Boynu bükük bir garibim yüzüm gülmüyor Boynum hep sen Neredesin sen? Neredesin sen? Boynu bükük bir garibim yüzüm gülmüyor. Boynum hep sen yarıyor. Neredesin sen? Neredesin?
Wow. What's what's that mean near Dissi? where are you? Aye. It's this another love song. Um he's lamenting Nejertash. Um my heart is not feeling um alive. Um no doctor can find any cure for this pain. Um and I'm not smiling without you. I'm not laughing. Um you are the only one uh, that will er- understand me and make me feel ba- better or um, happy. I wonder what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> Another wow. sad love song. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. Well, yeah. and also, you know, I forgot to compliment you. I mean, your voice sounds amazing, man. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. So. I appreciate it. Cool. Well, the the album is Ozan. You can find OzanAksoy.com. OzanAksoy or uh, at gmail.com for if any emails. Um, but definitely check OzanAksoyMusic.com. Okay. Uh, it's on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you uh, want to listen. Um, and hopefully you listen. That's all I want people to listen, to like what we did. Thank you again. Yeah, thank you. Really appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. Good night, everybody. Stop.